Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. talking uh, racing uh, I'm, I'm up in uh, Charlevoix uh, uh, Michigan uh, this weekend uh, broadcasting the show and there's racing all over uh, this uh, continent there's actually um, a uh, the so-called Boyne Thunder is up here today on Lake Charlevoix with the big V8 powered speedboats uh, going at it on the on the water. So uh, whether it's uh, the racetrack uh, um, or whether it's uh, on the water or whether it's on the dirt, there's all kinds of ways uh, to have fun uh, in this country uh, if you've got a need for speed. And we want to uh, continue talking uh, speed uh, this hour. We're going we're gonna to f- uh, finish off uh, the second hour of the show with a couple uh, tapes leading up to the Detroit Grand Prix this year. We were so excited to have the Detroit Grand Prix back downtown uh, with the IndyCar racers, uh, and, it, and it really turned into a, a tremendously successful uh, event. And uh, so I, I wanted to go back and play a, a couple uh, interviews I did uh, leading up to the Detroit Grand Prix with Joseph Newgarden uh, and with Scott McLaughlin, both of Team Penske, uh, and just talking to them about the build-up to the race. And I think it's kind of fun to go back and listen to both of them as they anticipated uh, this event and what it would be like on the streets uh, in downtown Detroit. But uh, but to kick off the uh, second hour of the program today, we're going to talk more uh, Jeep Wrangler. Uh, I touched on the Wrangler a little bit with Robin Warner in the first hour about the new 2024 model. Uh, not a big uh, change, not a big evolutionary change uh, from the 2023 model, but some significant upgrades. Uh, in particular, with a new fascia, you'll 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 know this car is different when you see it on the road. Uh, particularly the Willys version, which is uh, one of my favorite trims of the model. You can get 33-inch tires uh, and a soft top. Uh, on the two-door Willys uh, with the, with the blacked-out grille, it's a very distinctive-looking car. Um, but the, but the lineup also gets big electronic uh, upgrades, particularly in the interior uh, with Uconnect Five and the new screen. So uh, lots of reasons to bring people into the showroom, check out their new uh, Jeep Wrangler. And so while I was out in uh, Utah, I sat down and spoke with uh, both Mike Rogers, who is the uh, Wrangler. Uh, engineer and also with Jim Morrison, who is the uh, Jeep brand president, 
uh, uh, talking both of them about the 2024 uh, vehicle. Let's start with Jim Morrison, uh, Jeep, Jeep Ram Chief for Jeep. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM. The Superstation sitting in a Jeep in St. George, Utah. It's a pretty good day at the office. I'm joined by... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, uh, joined, joined by Jim Morrison, who's the CEO of uh, Jeep. Jim, how are you? Henry, how can we be bad in a day like today, you know? I even wonder if I should get paid on a day like today, <laughs> off-roading and, and driving the new Wrangler uh, around Utah. It doesn't get much better than this. The, uh, I, I, I love this, this competition that you guys are now embroiled in. You, you're, you're a, you've been through this industry, and you were in the truck wars. The truck wars are still the greatest war in the United States, uh, Ram versus Ford versus uh, uh, Chevy GMC. But now you got Ford in your segment. Ford Bronco versus Jeep Wrangler, unbelievable battle between these two uh, uh, great great brands. Why is Jeep still king? Well, you know, competition's great. It makes every um, customer happy. You know, and if you think about it, we're, we're continuing to improve with Wrangler. We're, we want to stay on top of the game. And you know, this new 2024 does everything from adding more capability, more technology, um, more comfort and convenience as well as even more safety. So we're sitting here in a um, 24 Willys two-door, and you wouldn't even believe the technology in this thing, but it's uh, it's all standard. Yeah. yeah and, and, and you know me. I mean, I'm an on-track on guy. I'm, I'm coming around to you off-road guys, you and uh, Tom yeah, Zelensky. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom yeah. said hi, by the way, today. He <laughs> okay. knew what we were doing, so I don't know uh, if you told him or I told him, but anyway, he, he's tracking us. He knows we're out here playing, and he's and he's uh, feeling a little jealous, I think. Yeah. No, I, I think he misses it out here. Yeah, Tom Zelensky is the who's uh, the CEO of, of, uh, of um, Fort Detroit Four Fast and has built this incredible off-road park, Holly Oaks Park, which is now Jim's backyard uh, up in North Oakland County. But but uh, you know I'm an I'm an I'm an on-track guy, and I love the off-road, but. You know, my, my favorite segment, the muscle cars, are kind of drying up a little bit, you know? And and so the war is coming here into these these uh, mid-sized uh, trucks. And look at the spread in this segment. We're, as you say, we're sitting in a two-door Willys. It's about a $45,000 vehicle. You, you can go all the way up and get a V8. It's a muscle car, essentially, for $95,000. I mean, this is an incredible segment. Yeah, you know, Wrangler's got an incredible scope, and it, and it always have from the very basic you know, to the very advanced and, and, and you know, the capability machines that uh, are modeled after what our customers are looking for, which is, you know, more capability. Um, and then we've even added in, you know, some creature comforts with, um, you know, a quiet cabin in the top end of the range. And we even added in... Um, power seats for the first time into a Wrangler. You can talk on the phone at 70 miles an hour, um, you know, with uh, with your Wrangler. It's got a 12 and a half inch screen now standard, you know, on all the models. So, you know, competition's been good. And I think, you know, some of the things that America is feeling is, you know, we went through hell and back with COVID, but everybody came out of that feeling, you know, drawn to freedom and adventure. And what 
better brand to capitalize on that than Jeep. Yeah. We've been doing it for 82 years. You know, we even, uh, you know, put the American flag on the uh, on the side of our Wranglers. And, you know, it's it's incredible what the uh, the customers are looking for. They want to get outside and have an adventure, you know, with their vehicle. And, you know, they uh, whether they see it with, with a Wrangler uh, or if they see it, you know, with another brand, they're drawn to it. And uh, it's driving some serious sales for us, too, because demand for Wrangler is but an all-time high. And uh, we continue to set sales records now uh, with Wrangler, and we're bringing new people to the uh, um, to the segment with electrification as well. So a lot going on, but at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you know, competition is good, and, and I think you're sitting in the king here, which is the 24 uh, Wrangler Rubicon. Well, and, and what you're talking about is a lot of different customers. I mean, it seems to me that the, uh, the difference between a, a 392 customer uh, who's paying $95,000 for a car versus somebody who wants a 4 by e you know, with a little electrification uh, around town versus this thing that we're sitting in. That seems like, I mean, you're really capturing a lot of different people. I always, in the muscle car segment, I always like just the base Challenger charger. I, I, it, they're, they're just, they're, they, they look so awesome, and you get so much for $40,000. Same thing with this Willys. You, you come into this thing, we've got the skeleton doors on either side of us, uh, but but you got this uh, screen. I mean, this look at the tech that's in this car for forty thousand dollars. This is a big change for this gen. Yeah, you know what, and, and I think you know good recognition that the Wrangler platform is is really broad, and that our customers have choice. You know, and the nice thing about Jeep is we're. Um, driven by our customers. We're never going to tell the customers, hey, you can just have electric or you can just have a V8. You know, they can choose. And the nice thing is, by having that choice, we're bringing in new customers to the range. 4 by e is a great illustration of that. We're about a third of the customers that are coming in to uh, buy the electric 4 by e are new to the range. They were just cross-shopping, you know, full EV vehicles uh, or other plugins that we weren't getting before because we only had ICE vehicles. So now that we have um, the... Uh, the 4 by e we're getting new customers in, and they love it. They love being part of the community. They love waving at each other. You know, we've added some new tech with, with our uh, um, adventure guides now added into the uh, the radio, so you can find your own trail close to you. You can figure out how, um, you know, difficult those trails are. You know, you can have, it's like having a, an onboard historian. They can, you, know, you can, you know, see what, uh, you know, what, um, interesting parts of the trail are all about and and do some off-roading on your own and um you know, really use some of that tech to your advantage. And I think with that, we're going to continue to bring new customers to Jeep. And one of the things we love about the Jeep community is once you're into the Jeep family, you're into the Jeep family for life. Yeah, and, and, and you have so much variety to choose from, even beyond, uh, you know, a relatively entry-level vehicle uh, like the Willys here. And and you, you know you know these folks. I mean, uh, you save up your money. You want a two-door Jeep, which is just the coolest-looking Jeep. I mean, the four-door is great, but the two-door Jeep is just the coolest looking Jeep. Then you're in Detroit and you say, I want to go to Utah. Uh, plug in your uh, where you want to go with your wireless uh, Android Auto. And then when you get to the trails, you guys have this new adventure uh, trails software. But here's my question to you as, a, as an experienced off-roader. Are you okay coming out here into the sands and red rock of St. George, Utah with, with rear-wheel drive or, or 
Or should I get all-wheel drive? You know, it's got to always be 4x4. Four four. And, and uh, it was fun because we were playing a little bit of that uh, that course in two-wheel drive. It's very competitive, and especially in the sand, you know how to, I mean, you've got a good right foot, and you know what it's like in a track. So, you, you, you're, you know, you're a little more uh, advanced than most to be able to do a rear-wheel drive. But 4x4 four four is needed for sure, yeah. and it takes you to incredible places, and you can only do that in a Jeep. Yeah. you got 33s on this, though. Yes. Uh, I mean, these are some pretty serious all-terrain tires. And what I learned today in the sand, because I haven't spent a whole lot of time on the sand off-road, is when you go in the sand, you have to bleed them down to like 15, 20 pounds. That's that's how you get the traction. Yeah, and these KO2s do a wonderful job aired down. They really expand the contact patch, and you're riding on top of the sand. And uh, and this one particularly is really good because it's light, yeah. right? And it scoots along. And, uh, you know, we've, we've made some uh, updates to the uh, to off-road pages in our uh, in our off-road plus so you can actually engage the rear locker with the four by e's or with this uh this two-door willies and you can actually do the uh, uh high speed runs with the with the locker engaged um in the uh, in the 24 wranglers which in the sand is perfect yeah yeah it's a, yeah it's a lot it's a lot of fun um so uh tell folks how you how you can tell a 2024 you got some subtle changes here but you look in the rear view mirror and this this is a different looking uh Jeep. Yeah, for sure. The, we made the most significant update to the outside of the Jeep is the grill, and you can tell it's the uh, the new 2024. For those looking close, they can tell that it doesn't have an antenna anymore. The whip antenna is gone. The antenna is now buried in the windshield, uh, which is kind of cool for anybody that's uh, rest messed with it in a ice storm or in your friendly neighborhood car wash. Hey, you don't have to worry about that anymore, um, or you don't have to worry about it getting tangled up in the uh, in the trees on the trail. Uh, so that's uh, it's nice. It actually quiets it down in here quite nicely too, without it. Yeah. Then you got this distinctive, and then you come inside and you got this standard uh, uh, big display inside. I thought about calling you today um, because uh, because you have these new, this new array of seven uh, speakers inside, but you were running around without the uh, roof on and without the doors on, so I know you wouldn't be able to hear me. But I did. I called other mates of mine uh, who who had the who had the top down, and it was it was crystal clear inside. Yeah, perfect. It's great to hear that. Um, my mom just called that that uh, that was part of you know that and, and talking to my wife every day and, and trying to be you know really crisp and clear that's one of the benefits of me going from truck back to jeep because the uh, the truck i was driving was so crisp clear and then you know getting back in the jeep it's like oh man we got to make some improvements here um and the team did a great job seven microphone array here so and and in the top end trims we even quieted down more with our quiet cabin technology with more illuminated glass and and, um, and sound deadening, we even you know poured foam into the A pillars to really quiet this thing down. So you can be driving 70 miles an hour in a Wrangler and talking on the phone, and nobody knows you're in a Wrangler. That's the uh, the acid test for us, and uh, you know really no compromise, you know with uh, with the new 2024. Yeah, that's impressive. Last question for you: um, a lot of toys. I mean, we we just talked about a, a broad array of, of models. Are they all available now, or will they kind of uh, come online over the coming months? Yeah, uh, starting now that uh, the, the plant in Toledo is is uh, just starting to build the 24s. They'll be in the dealership soon, and um, yeah, we were launching with the full array, the um, all the engines, the 392, the 4 by E, uh, and everything in between. So um, you know, lots of opportunities. You can pick your top, hard top, soft top, you know, power top, and uh, pick your doors, full doors, half doors, no doors, um, Wranglers 
are the most customized vehicles in the world. It's a great way to express yourself and, uh, and more importantly, join the, uh, the Jeep family. Have fun. The only thing I ask you to do is just get ready to wave and, uh, and be part of the family because, you know, once you're in a Wrangler, you don't want to drive anything else. It's the coolest thing out there. Yeah, I guess you start buying ducks, putting ducks on cars. Jim uh, Morrison, thanks for joining us uh, and great to see you out here in Utah. Henry, thank you very much. It's uh, great to have you out here and I uh, look forward to uh, catching up to you maybe next time we're out, out in Holly again. And uh, you never know what we're going to get ourselves into uh, out in our backyard, but uh, great to see you out here in Utah. Yeah, thanks. Hello, we are Success Fragrances. We provide cologne, perfume, lotions, and diffusers. Our diffuser comes with your favorite cologne or perfume scent. Unlike other fragrances, Success Fragrances are all based with vitamin E, which means Success Fragrances scents last longer throughout a daytime. We will personalize your perfect fragrance. You can buy individual cologne, perfume, or lotion. In addition, you can buy a box package, which consists of our lotion, your fragrance, and a fragrance of your choice that's travel size, which is a gift. I purchased some Bugatti cologne and lotion. The smell lasted all day. We can be contacted at 586-563-5830 by way of text. And our website is successcountercode.com. And our motto is... One smell gets you hooked. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy. And we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C. for more information at 248-357-4566 or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation out in the beautiful Red Rock of St. George, Utah. I'm joined by Mark Rogers, who is the chief engineer of uh, for the Jeep Wrangler. And uh, Mark, this is a pretty good day at the office when we can come out here to Jeep's natural habitat. Yeah, absolutely, Henry. Welcome to our playground. Utah is, is, is our absolute favorite place to be. Um, 
this isn't uh, this isn't a major redo of the Wrangler. We really got that in the last generation um, five years ago. But you guys are bringing in this is sort of a mid-cycle refresh. You guys are doing uh, some fun some fun stuff. Uh, talk about that. I mean, as you guys approach a a mid-cycle with a very successful vehicle like that, uh, how, how do you how do you approach it in terms of wanting to make it better? Yeah, we really wanted to address capability. Wranglers really all about capability and safety. So exterior elements, there's uh, some improvements with regards to the antenna. You no longer see an antenna on the car. Um, and, you get, and getting that's tied to capability. It's no longer going to have any car wash related issues. You're no longer going to catch it up with a branch on the side of the trail. Um, so then we add the worn uh, front winch, um, 8,000 pound factory installed worn winch um, and, and further improvements on the interior of the car. So really trying to evolve the vehicle um, but even you know improve its performance and capability wherever possible especially on the interior of the car uh, that brand new interior new instrument panel um, there's cubby bins at the top that you can remove and be able to mount adaptation brackets for any of your cell phone mounts your gps mounts your tablet mounts already providing that blank canvas to do customization as, as you would like but again more capability you got a 12.3 inch widescreen radio we repositioned the radio and the venting to allow more airflow into the cabin area to cool it down. Uh, and, and even on the, the NVH aspect or the quietness of the car, we've added um, windshield header foam around the front end of the car, 100%. Um, we've added laminate side glass on the doors, front and passenger. We added carpet treatments to dampen um, out any tire noise. And also with the available option headliner, you get 2 to 5 dB improvement on the interior cabin noise you can now carry on a conversation like this in a wrangler yeah yeah i'm hearing i'm hearing a lot of electronics there that the uh uh this this digital revolution that we continue to live in with phones and uh people basically uh, bringing their phones in the interior car are becoming a real priority uh, for you guys uh winches and you got bigger tires on this uh, vehicle it's 37 inch capable you guys have always uh played with those mechanical toys but uh in your career is this the most intense that electronics has has uh, changed the Wrangler? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, just the simple microphone in the car, right? So we added a seven microphone array. We added uh, beaming technology to help improve the noise reductions. So with the new seven mic array, again, super quiet, 15 dB improvement um, as heard on the other side on a hands-free phone call. So again, applying those technology elements to improve it, but even even sticking to, to the hardcore folks with the Rubicons, the Dana full float 44-inch or, sorry, full float 44 axle. Um, it, it gives you that customization ability because the, the axle can carry more load carrying capability so you can get those 37s or, or future upgrades that you want. But it also enables 5,000 pound towing on, on a Rubicon. So a Wrangler towing uh, that Airstream that we have here is a nice example of what, what that capability is like. Yeah. The, uh, this, this, you, you guys uh, basically created this segment. Jeep has been synonymous with uh, off-roading over the years, uh, you got a big competitor now from cross, from across town with a Ford Bronco. Uh, is that is that made you guys better? You guys really welcome the competition, really having really having a doppelganger for the first time in this segment. Yeah, I, competition is great, right? I mean, it brings out the best out of both companies, and, and really the customer you know wins in the end. You get two phenomenal products, but here with the Wrangler, we we just love what we did with the 24 and provide that extra capability just to keep pushing the envelope. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's interesting too. I I, I tend to be more of an on-road guy, a, a race car 
uh, guy, but uh, you know, performance off-road is fascinating, uh, and different use of suspension, different use of of tires. One one of the uh, real debates in the off-road realm right now is whether you you stick with a solid uh, front axle or if you go to an independent uh, uh, front suspension like Bronco has done. Uh, what, what's your take on that? Well, the solid axle really is the way to go for hardcore off-roading. It, it really provides the best contact patch during all articulation uh, situations to give you that, that most capability to be able to push the limits as far as you can go. And there are benefits to um, independent front suspension, and, and that's understood, but really the hardcore off-roaders, it, it's solid axle all the way. The easy adaptability, the easy upgrades, it, it's it's a lot of better system. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of adaptability going on, and, I, and I, it was one of the things I love about Jeep. You come in at $30,000, and you can buy this thing all the way up to $90,000 with a V8-powered uh, 392 uh, 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 Jeep. And and uh, so walk, walk us uh, through some of those uh, uh, capabilities. You come in with a two-door with a sport, uh, which I love. I mean, it's lightweight. It's rear-wheel drive. It uh, doesn't have all the mechanics on it, but it's, it's just sort of an easier uh, car car to uh, drive. And there must be a real enthusiast who, who, who likes to come into Jeep with just that raw rear-wheel drive manual shift Jeep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's many different price classes, so we can appeal to a broad base, just like you had mentioned, from the Sport to Sport S to Willys. Those are kind of that all off that same Sport price class, and Willys is more on the off-road uh, hardcore capability side from the Sport price class. So entry-level point um, for a Wrangler customer to be able to start wheeling with all the capability. 33-inch tires, rear lockers, really kind of get you you know deep into off-road capability. And, and even with the high end, with the 392, the big V8, I mean, who doesn't love the sound of that Hemi when you hit the start button? But all the same capability there, standard 35-inch tires to, to really push the envelope again with, with Wrangler. As, as as you as you uh, climb the tree, so you go you go through the sports, you go to you go to Willie's, uh, then you start getting into uh, Sahara, which is a little fancier uh, Jeep. You get into the Rubicon, which is which is the real rock uh, crawler. Uh, do, do, does the does the basic vehicle change as an engineer? Does it, does it get a lot heavier as you get up into Sahara and Rubicon? Become more demanding on the chassis? Yeah, absolutely. As you add add components, that adds mass to the cars. Um, there are different spring rates, different shock absorbers for each configuration, different ride heights. Uh, so those elements are all factored in. And, and when you have the Sahara price class, which is kind of that sweet spot in the middle, it's a little more of your on-roader. Um, and, and they have a high-altitude version, which is more of a, like a premium of the, the Sahara price class, which gets you upscaled um, painted mirrors, painted hard tops, uh, power tops, sky one-touch button, or you just, you know, on a day like today, you hit the one button and it opens up into a complete convertible. Don't even have to get out of the car. Yeah. The, uh, the, there's a raw element uh, to, to Jeep that people people love. Uh, you've always been able to remove the uh, the, the doors or to remove the uh, uh, re- remove the uh, the roof. Uh, that that strikes me as a challenge. I mean, I, I took everything off today, and it's and it's it works, but it's also a fairly complicated uh, project. I mean, we we talked to engineers uh, about drivetrain 
times all the time, but just taking doors and a roof on and off is, is quite an engineering challenge. Yeah, I mean, we provide the tools and the equipment so you can easily open up the toolkit and un- undo the bolts necessary to take off if you ordered a hardtop. Um, and, and there's the easy levers to remove the removable pieces. It's that uh, Sky One Touch slider that, that, you know, you don't really have to remove anything at the top. So you just hit the button, that opens up, and the side panels with just a couple of levers pops right out. Yeah. Super easy, super, you know, fun for our customers. So um, uh, among the toys in, in the Jeep lineup are, are, are a lot of engine choice. You start with Turbo 4, uh, work through a V6, uh, uh, and, and ultimately the V8 392, and you have a, a hybrid version. Uh, just talk about those, what, 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 you, what you see customers using different drivetrains for. Yeah, there, there's really a lot of variety. We offer four powertrain configurations, kind of leading biggest in the industry. So the two-liter is, is more appealing to that customer who might be more on the fuel efficiency side, um, but they like the turbo output. gives them a lot of torque, 290 pounds feet of torque, so there's a lot of good feel in off-roading. There's the standard hardcore, I want a V6, um, and, and that V6, solid, reliable, 285 horsepower, 260 foot-pounds of torque. Same thing, it's just a reliable powertrain. Then the, the Hemi, of course, everyone loves the, the, the Hemi, as we talked earlier, 470 horsepower, 470 foot-pounds of torque. And then the 4xe. The 4xe really appeals to multiple segments. Um, I, I, I drove that car over to Pittsburgh just before this trip on, on a weekend. You know, drove phenomenally all on the road, be able to hit the e-save button, preserve the battery till you get there, put it in electric mode, and drive around ultra-quietly. So you're really appealing to multiple segments. But even in a 4xe, 375 horsepower, and 470 foot-pounds of torque, that's a phenomenal powertrain. Yeah. Do you find people are using it that way, that uh, I think you get 21, 23 miles on the battery? One of the things I like to do just driving around here is uh, as, as the battery runs out, uh, it'll, it'll regen itself. You can feel the regen uh, working in the electric motor, and you can get uh, mileage back. But do, do you find off-roaders uh, do preserve it uh, for off-road? Yeah, depending on the situation or experience you want to be in. If you know you want to go to a place like this where it's ultra quiet when you're driving around, you you hit the e-save and you preserve that when you leave the house. You get to the area that you want to be in, put it in electric mode, and you can drive ultra quietly. Or use our adventure guides to find the the latest trail that's around you, hit the button to route to that trail, and you have the adventure guides kind of showing you the path that you want to go on. Yeah, I'm going to go try that now uh, in the the off-road. Mark Ramsey, uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks for all the great Jeep toys. Thank you very much. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. 
Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy. And I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time. And I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants, I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So, anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation, up at the top of the Renaissance Center, talking with Joseph Newgarden, who's in town, to uh, kind of kickstart the 2023 uh, Detroit Grand Prix, which is going to be down here in the streets. Joseph, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back here next year. It's really great to uh, have you here, and it's, it's kind of cool to see this circuit already coming together. We're moving downtown again off of Belle Isle, coming back downtown like the old Formula One days. Uh, so what, what are you guys doing here tonight? Yeah, so we have a partner event tonight, which is great, you know, to check in with, with a lot of the supporters here. Um, you know, Detroit, to me, is such a big community, and, and obviously none of these events take place without the the cohesion of a, of a large group of people. And so it's uh, it's good to, you know, catch up with everyone, get kind of a discussion on where we're at. We're still about seven months out, so there's a lot of work to do. But just being here in the city, seeing how much they've already transformed the streets is really impressive. There's, there's a lot of work to be done, and a lot of people that are putting an effort to do that. Um, um, and I'm just excited to see it back downtown. It's you know Belle Isle's always been great, but downtown is going to be a totally different story. Yeah, it's uh, and and you got to look at the track today. I, I I like the fact that it's kind of shifted uh, east in town. It used to when the Formula One circuit was was a little further west, you'd come through, come underneath tunnels, make a lot of noise, but it really split the the city in half. Now now that circuit really goes around the Renaissance Center. It's going to be much more open to public. Uh, what what do you think taking a lap uh, around today? Well, it's, you know, for me, what stands out is just being in GM's headquarters here is, is really special. We used to always see that from Belle Isle, right? You'd see the backdrop of the Renaissance Center, um, and it would, you know, kind of give you the inspiration for the weekend. I'm a Team Chevy driver with, with T3, 
Team Penske. So we always want to perform here at Detroit because we have, you know, so many close partnerships with with a lot of companies out of the city. Um, but like you said, the, I think the containment of the event is very different than what it was 30 years ago. You know, they've they've really figured out a way to make a, a robust street circuit, but make it accessible for so many people. You know, they've they've got 50% of this track that's going to be accessible for free, which is which is you know unheard of when, when you come to a street course race. So it's really a, a tip of the cap to Roger, Bud, the entire team to you know provide this access that they've provided for the fans. It's just unparalleled from from anywhere else that you could go. So um, that's most exciting to me. And then you know obviously I'm a racer. I want to do well when I when I come here. So I'm I'm looking at the track today, trying to understand okay what what's the driving style going to be? What are the pressure points? Uh, and just being on Jefferson is I think going to be a highlight trying to figure out how to you know the joe lewis fist we're going to have a, a hairpin right around that and, and i think figuring out how to navigate that's going to be a big talking point yeah yeah you're already setting up the car uh based on the uh, the cords it, it, i mean it looks fast i mean you got this uh, this really long almost a uh, straightaway almost as long as elkhart lake yeah. coming down here uh past the rensen uh the initial i was talking to your teammate will power last uh, um during the detroit grand prix he's figuring sub one minute laps i mean it's going to be quick yeah it'll be a quick street circuit you know that's not uncommon for us places like st petersburg florida where we start the year in indycar um it's around a 60 second lap so they'll probably be comparable to that um but yeah this straightaway on jefferson it's really wide you know most of this stuff is getting completely redone um which is great because it's going to be smooth it's going to create opportunity to use all the lanes available but you're going to be five six lanes wide on a 0.7 mile straight you know which is which is quite a distance to to get a toe and a run on somebody into a you know, probably a 40 mile an hour, 180 air pin. So that provides a really interesting opportunity for, for overtaking um, and figuring out how to defend that, too, is going to be a real challenge. It's one thing to drive around it fast, but when you get in a racing environment and you have all these cars drafting up behind you, you know, trying to figure out how to keep them behind, I think, is going to be um, not an easy case. Yeah, yeah it's going to be awesome. Uh, that straight uh, sort of backs up to the uh, uh, to the central business district where you have a lot of restaurants. People will be able to come out in the stands, go back to restaurants. So it's really a cool layout. Uh, you're from Nashville. You've seen Nashville develop a street course uh, in the last couple years. Uh, were you involved in that? How do you think that's worked in Nashville? You know, I was really just a, a fan as far as involvement. I'm from Nashville, so I remember when it was was happening. They had already they'd already designed the track. Uh, they already had everything laid out, and you know they wanted input. And so I was I was there at points seeing what they were doing. Um, but a lot of it was up the road by by the time I got there. But you know, having an event in Nashville, I think really in some ways sparked bringing the race back downtown here in Detroit. You know, this it was historic to have a race here in the downtown section of Detroit. And as much as I love Belle Isle, it's been a tremendous track. It's one of my favorites we go to. So I, I hate losing that surface, but I'm really excited about what the event can be here downtown. I've, I think it will be very similar to what we've had in Nashville. And, and the fan experience from, from everyone that I've spoken to has been tremendous there. They really enjoy the atmosphere that they get, um, the accessibility, um, you know, to the driver, the team, you just you don't get this in most sports where you can walk right up to the pit lane and you know see how the driver and the team interact and, and go see where they build the cars and, and and what they do during the weekend. It's just not that accessible for most other sports. So people that never saw that in Nashville got to experience that, and I think more people that have not come to this event in Detroit will have a great opportunity to see that. Yeah, we're uh, looking over the Detroit River right here. I mean, all we need is a, a couple of bridges across the Detroit River like they got in Nashville, right? Then I mean, we could 
uh, go to Canada and back. Um, so one of the signatures of this circuit is going to be a side-by-side pit lane. I don't quite understand how that works. Do you? Well, so it, it's very unique. We've never done this. There's going to be a, du- I guess you would call it a dueling pit lane, where when you enter the pits, it's a single single entrance, and you're going to split either left or right, and then we're going to all join before heading back on the track. And, you know, they're able to do that um, to fit more pit stalls, basically, into this section where pit lane's going to exist. So I think it's going to be quite unique. Uh, I've seen some renderings of the way the suites and, and some of the hospitality section is going to be flanking the pit lane, and I think it's going to be quite exciting to watch. Um, but it should be, I think it'll be totally, you know, totally fair. Obviously, you come in off the button, you know, people are gonna, people are gonna either go left or right in pit lane, and it's, it's gonna. You gotta, you gotta go the right direction. You gotta go the right direction. So I, that's that's probably the toughest thing is remembering what side of pit lane am I on? You know, you would think it's always one direction, but this, you know, this time around you might get, might, be, might you might get messed up. And, and and that was driven by just they have they had a short distance there, so they couldn't put a full pit lane there. So they they divided it into for that specific section, and I think that it's a brilliant idea. You know, the the entire group here with the Detroit Grand Prix working together. Um, I like that they have something unique that no one has seen. And if you see the rendering of this pit lane, it, it is truly spectacular. It's going to look quite cool. Um, so I'm excited about what that's going to visually look like and and what it's going to be like. And I think it's a challenge that you know it's fitting to have a new challenge here in Detroit that we just don't have anywhere else. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, and they've already laid the uh, the pad for it. There, you see these two parallel, they look like parallel runways at a very small airport. Uh, so it's, it's cool to see this coming coming together. Are you getting a, a real vibe already? I mean, you're, we're seven months out, but uh, this is the headquarters of your team. This is where Chevrolet is. Uh, I mean, do, do, you, do you get a sense that there's real excitement building? I do. I mean, there's always been excitement to, the, to me, though, around the Detroit Grand Prix, whether that was Belle Isle or downtown, but there's definitely a different energy about moving the race back downtown. I I think, you know, the the ease of being able to, to access the race is going to be very different than what it was in the past. Um, you know, as much as I love driving on the island, it, it was a little bit more cumbersome to get across there. So I think, you know, being able to integrate a lot more of the city, the local businesses, um, and just even the people that are that are that are, are that live downtown, it's going to be a very different story. And you know, I, I always like a new circuit too. I'm a race car driver. You give me a new challenge, and and I'm going to be all for it. And and we have that opportunity. There's only there's only one chance that you get to, to win at a brand new circuit, and so that'll be next year. Yeah, the uh, you're coming off uh, another successful year. You're you're uh, you've, you've won two championships in this series. Been uh, been uh, bridesmaid for three years straight. I know you're excited uh, for the for the, uh, the 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 year ahead. But you guys have a pretty long off season. I mean, you get a little antsy watching these F1 guys uh, carrying their season into, into November. Yeah, definitely get you know very excited to get going again you know a couple weeks off is nice but then we're we're ready to go racing and so you're already trying to fight that competitive itch you know what are, what are we going to be doing for next year how are we going to be building our cars differently um it's a non-stop process it, it seems really i feel like from the outside it seems simple where you just show up you put the car on track and you try and drive faster than everybody else but there's just so much that goes into it there's so much detail on the way these cars are built you know the way they're changed day to day when you come to a track like this what the weather is what the tire is for that year so there's a lot of history and, and research that goes into the offseason trying to examine what we did this year and, and we had a great year we won five races in 2022 but 
you know, my mind is always going to, well, okay, we won five, how are we going to win ten? And you can't just you can't just show up the next year without any work and do that. I mean, you really got to you got to put in the time and the effort and see where you were, see where you were weak and and, and strengthen it. So that's that's what I'm focused on. I'm, I can't for me, it can't get here soon enough. <laughs> yeah, it's an exciting uh, season to look forward to. Do you do a little sports car racing while you're off this winter? Do you uh, you got the Daytona boys coming after you, after you for the 24 hour? What what do you do in the off season? I'd, I'd love to. You know, I I've always wanted to to race some sports car stuff. So um, yeah, trying to have the opportunity to to jump in a couple of those events would be great. I don't have anything lined up at the moment, but um, yeah, I'm hopeful one day I'll get a shot. Joseph, thanks for uh, joining us uh, and uh, looking forward to this new season. Thank you. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Have you thought about advertising your business on our 910 AM Superstation? Our audience is bigger than ever, and your investment will be lower than ever. Find out how you can grow your business. Give us a call during business hours and ask for Henry, 248-357-4566. We will tell your story and more folks than ever before will come to your door. 248-357-4566. Ask for Henry, the super audience at our 910 Superstation wants to hear about you. Call now. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. 910 AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. 
All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation down in the Renaissance Center on Thursday, right ahead of the uh, Detroit Grand Prix. Uh, we just come back to the streets of Detroit. We're joined by uh, Scott McLaughlin with uh, Team, Spen- uh, Team Penske. Scott, how are you? Very good, thank you. Yeah, great to uh, see you. Nice that we can catch you here on Thursday because uh, uh, when we broadcast on, on Sunday, which is when this, this taped interview will run, uh, you're, you're going to be... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, I'm in the mix. Yeah, you're going to be ready to go. Yeah, we're going to be on at 1 o'clock on, uh, on Sunday, and you guys are racing at 3, but really, really exciting to bring this race uh, downtown, and we're, we're, we're down here in the in the GM world, in the Renaissance Center. you got your teammates down here. got Roger Penske here, yeah. and we were just commenting on what an extraordinary yeah. uh, life this guy leads at 83 years old. Oh, it's incredible. He's a, he's an inspiration to a lot of us, you know, and um, you know, when, you, when you drive for Roger, you're expected to hold pretty high excellence and look after partners and, and be, you know, have a pretty busy schedule, especially off the track. Um, but it's very easy to do that when you have a guy like that as a role model and, and someone that you can learn off and how he treats people. And, um, you know, when I won in Barber a few weeks ago, you know, he, like, flew in that morning from Belgium after doing a nine-hour endurance race at Spa Francochamps uh, in Belgium and just and was fit as a whistle, like, no no worries. And uh, he's an inspiration. And, and, I, and I, I count myself very lucky that I met him and now driving for him. Yeah, no, it's amazing. We, we, I was at Daytona for the 24-hour. You were there uh, with uh, Joseph Newgarding racing a P2 car. Roger was there yep. in the pits. And I remember talking to the head of the Porsche program yep. with the Porsche Penske team. Whole different team than what you guys are racing here. And the guys and the Porsche chief says, I don't think he sleeps. No, he doesn't. He just, like, stays up the whole time. And that puts a precedent on a lot of those guys as well to like not get tired because they uh, an 83 or you know, whatever mid 80s guys absolutely destroying them so and he's he's not very caffeinated either it's just pure adrenaline so it's impressive yeah yeah no i, I think he'd, he'd prefer to be uh, racing actually here on the streets with you guys he's a he's a pretty good driver himself um it's exciting to have you guys back uh, downtown uh, it's really interesting i was talking to you got two key three kiwis now in yeah. this series marcus armstrong is a rookie this year he was in here on tuesday yep. and and uh, he's coming from europe uh you know kind of similar to the way you came from australia never been on ovals before yeah. and he's he's real excited about getting on ovals but he's just doing road courses yeah. uh for for ganassi right now so he's racing here but did not race at indy last weekend you do both yeah. um what what is what how do you prepare for an oval race uh in indianapolis oh it's hard you know it takes time and you like someone like Tony Kanaan and Alio Kashnevis, the amount of experience they've got, it's just hard to beat that sort of stuff. I mean, Joseph Newgarden, my teammate, great friend of mine, won his first Indianapolis 500. You know, it's in his 12th attempt. You know, it takes time to get comfortable, but there's a lot of preparation goes into a lot of study, looking at footage, data, you know, and, and I'm going to look back. It was quite a disappointing race for me, honestly, personally. I um, made a few mistakes, just not much went right, and that was a bit of me and a bit of whatever, but um, it, was, uh, it was a pretty... Uh, eventful day but always stuff you can learn from Indianapolis you can bang your head against the wall but you've got to have a good a good day and a perfect day and we just didn't have one but very thankful Team Pence got the win yeah we're, we're I mean cameras on all the cars now uh, so it's fascinating to watch you guys in the cockpit we see you guys adjusting uh, sway bars per, uh, presumably in between turns but at 230 miles an hour average 
a lap speed. I mean, if, if you don't have a good car, yeah. it just seems to me that would be a, a nightmare day. You know, you need speed, and especially competitive now. Uh, how competitive any car is now, you have to be good and have to be right up there and um, not missing a beat. And and unfortunately, we, we you know, we had reasonable speed. Um, obviously, our team won the race, but, you know, you've got to dot your I's, cross your T's. Uh, it comes from pit stops, in and out laps, you know. There's a lot of different elements that go into the, the, the race at Indy um, that can really affect your result. And you got to nail them all to win, and uh, Joseph did that. Yeah. yeah, it's an amazing race. I mean, a lot of you say it's the hardest race to, to win, and I, I, I believe it. I mean, a, a little bit like a 24-hour race, frankly. I mean, you guys, I think, was that your first 24 that yeah. you and New Garden did? Yep. Yeah, you must have learned a lot doing that. Oh, a, yeah, a huge amount. Um, even learn a bit about each other as well, you know, how we go about our racing. But, yeah, it, it's, it's, it is a many many sprint as is a marathon um but uh you know doing it by yourself i i sort of look at it like i race bathurst in australia or bathurst 1000 and well, thousand kilometer race um and it, it you do that two drivers but you have to rely on someone else with the indy 500 actually a lot of it a lot of it a uh, lot out of you mentally because it's just one driver and you're in the car for a good three hours so it's a, it's a long day right yeah, and you're and you're at these extraordinary speeds with uh, walls just uh, feet from you all the time so then you come here uh, to a street circuit. This is kind of cool this year because it's the first time anybody has been here. Yep. But uh, what, what's the preparation like uh, coming in here where you've never been on this track? Uh, look, it's, you got to sort of go in with a very open mind and, you know, figure out just, you know, and be expected to just, you know, make changes on the fly because, you know, you might roll out with a car that's pretty reasonable, but you might have to make changes if the track comes up and whatnot. And as you learn the track, the speeds come up. Um, you might change gears in between corners. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different things that can pop up on a new track. Um, but, yeah, look, it's it's, it's exciting because it's a level playing field for everyone. It's, it's an opportunity for me who's only been in the category for three years to really go up against someone like Scott Dixon or even Joseph or Will. You know, we're, we're on the same amount of experience on this track. We're just, you know, in the cars at the same amount of time. So it's exciting, and then hopefully we can have a good run. I do, I do, uh, I do uh, iRacing sim, I, I race uh, SCCA racing, so I do some iRacing sim uh, work before I go to a track, but the sims you guys are working with are, are really good. They're like laser scan of the track, so uh, you actually got a pretty good sense of how bumpy this track is, too, before you race it. Yeah, we we uh, rode on a yeah, laser scan track of this. Um, you know, very, I'm hoping it's very close, because I felt very comfortable on it, but it's an awesome opportunity for us to like learn the track, learn braking markers, learn turn-in points, what the visuals are like, um, and that's where the world's going these days. It's, you know, a lot of testing is dropping off because of the cost, and you know, now we're doing it virtually. And they are multi-million dollar sims, but it ultimately costs a little less to do it on virtually than it does in real life, and you know, hopefully we can learn a lot from that. Is, is the sim in North Carolina, so is that it's fairly close to you in Charlotte? Yeah, about 20 minutes from my house, uh, about 35 minutes from the workshop, so uh, all the engineers go there, and, and you you can also remotely connect uh, from your home or your office. So it's the way of the world these days. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. What, what, what? 
one of the things I love about iRacing, and uh, actually uh, the uh, American uh, uh, fan, I think, got to know you, iRacing, because you won the, the iRacing Indy 500 back in uh, 2020, and we were all watching you on Twitch, and uh, it, was, it was kind of fun getting to know you a little bit. But uh, you, can, you can do a, a true sim in iRacing where you have other cars around you. They're robot cars, but they're out there racing with you. Uh, can you do the same in the in the, the Chevrolet uh, sim? Yeah, we can. Uh, we never really do just because it's distraction, but the, we can put like a, like a ghost car in, and if we want to test it on like you know dirty air or you know get an aero wash on an oval, we can do that for sure. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fascinating. The the uh, hundred days of Indy, I, I think, is uh, a wonderful thing, and they've done six ep- episodes. Obviously, the in, the the final one, Indy 500, is going to be exciting uh, because Joseph won that uh, race. That's exciting for Team Penske, but it, 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 we all feel like we know you guys a little bit better as a result. Uh, how, how have you enjoyed that experience working with 100 Days? It's been kind of weird because you know, you're know you, you used to seeing yourself in like a professional capacity, like talking in interviews and stuff, so you don't really think much of it, but when you see yourself just being yourself away from the track, like it's, it's kind of cringe. You're sort of like curl up in your skin but you know ultimately it's worked pretty good for me i got a lot of fans from it and a lot of people have really enjoyed the way i go about my racing and pretty sort of real sort of person i guess um and that's uh, how i've always approached it but the more eyeballs and the more younger gen- demographic we get looking at the sport you know, the better that's our new generation that's what we've got to impact and that's what the indycar have done a really good job like our ratings on the weekend were fantastic and i think we had five million people watching indy 500 which is incredible um and the most out of all the motorsports so it's you know, I think we're in a really good spot with Nico right now. It's trending the way up, and and to be a part of that and be a part of this is really exciting. Yeah, and it's in real time, and we get to see these uh, 100 days uh, episodes just two weeks after the race. So yeah, it really feels like we're following on the circuit. Uh, uh, last question for you: uh, You're just going into Friday tomorrow, your first practice day. When this interview runs on Sunday, you guys will know a lot more about the track and how you're racing against each other. But but where do you anticipate? is going to be uh, the most interesting part of this track. Is it going to be drafting down the main straight? I think it would be interesting how we set up the cars because that long back straight, but you need that like, you could trim out and, and and make the car fast in a straight line, but ultimately you need downforce when you come out of these areas. So I think what you'll see on the race day, uh, and you might it might be different by the time this airs, but you know, the way that, that, that we set the cars up for the race could be a lot different to the way we qualify the cars, and, and that's just for a part passing and and being and defending as well so uh, you might see a little bit less downforce on cars and whatever um you know for the race but for qualifying maybe max downforce but we won't know till tomorrow and that's probably the fun of it all a similar setup you think to long beach uh, long straight away there too yeah i think nashville i think nashville is probably going to be the closest um very bumpy track you know it's kind of long straight not as long as this but you know but it's got two of them so if you combine the, both of them it works out so yeah i i think nashville is probably gonna be it scott thanks for joining us and good luck on sunday thanks very much a wise man once said injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere and in a perfect world we'd all be treated fairly unfortunately we don't live in a perfect world and sometimes those in positions of power abuse it my name is attorney shiraz khan and i run a law firm dedicated to winning and getting justice in every case we take so if you or someone you know needs a lawyer to stand and fight call me today at 844-644-LEGAL 
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.